Oftentimes as creatives, the hardest part about making our art is starting our art. In this episode, I sit down with Gio. We have an honest conversation about how much he makes in a year as a 19-year-old creative entrepreneur. He has a passion to do his art and it takes a business mindset as well to develop and build and continue to sow into that dream. Thank you, Inspire Business Community, for partnering with us for this season of the Silo Podcast. Creatives, if you need a spot to work with other people, brainstorm, or have an office, Inspire's got you covered. We can't thank you enough for letting us host the podcast in your space. So beautiful, and it made for a perfect backdrop. There's a lot in here. I can't wait for you to hear it. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Silo Podcast, everyone. We have Gio here with us today. I'm so hyped. This is the one I've been waiting for, the one that Scoot's been waiting for for the longest time. We want to know all about this, and this is the first time we're meeting. So welcome. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so pumped for this conversation. You have no idea. What is it like to be a 19-year-old entrepreneur? Like, we're going to get dive into it, but like, dang. Go straight to it, huh? Um, I mean, it's, it's normal. I mean... I was born and raised. My dad, he, both of my parents are immigrants. They're from Mexico and stuff like that. And um, my dad came here when he was like 18. Um, so he had nothing. As well as my mom, she came here when she was younger. And my dad ended up like building his own business little by little. So I feel like I just grew up in like in a business, you know, field. Um, and my dad always told me it was like, hey, like, you know, should always be your own boss, you know, blah, blah. And I feel like that stuck to me. So I decided at a young age, you know, let me just create my own business. But I didn't know what to start. So I did a bunch of like, businesses small ones um we all start off with like yeah, the shirt business yeah, all kind of stuff. exactly <laughs> did a bunch of like i failed a lot of times and then eventually i ended up liking photography and i was like let me put photography and business together and decided to create this sort of business and you know it's it's amazing i mean i get to do what i love to do and i get paid for it so yeah. it's just like um now being young i think it's like at 19 it's it's crazy because a lot of people are also surprised. How old are you? I'm like 19. Yeah. 19. You have your own like photography business. You do this. And um, I don't know. I mean, it's just. It's normal to it, you, but it's for normal. everyone else, it's like. It's, yeah. Just because I've been doing it since like. I started my business when I was 17, turning 18. So it's I've been at it for a while now. Um, but for other people, it's unusual. You know, like you yeah. would assume you're. The most average, I would say, for entrepreneurship is like in their mid twenties. You know, yeah. you're so, like, yeah, right yeah. out of high school yeah. is like, uh, you're still figuring this stuff yeah, out. Like, yeah. I don't even know exactly. if I want to do accounting or blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, what college am I going to? And here you are. Did that ever cross your mind, or did you like know you had what you yeah. wanted? I feel like I always knew. It's like my dad's a very pushy man, so it's just like you know, don't work for anybody else. Don't work for it. Work for yourself. Work for yourself. And like I said, it's just I've grew up with that my entire life. So. I guess he just sort of like just pushed me into it. And I just, it's just been in my head all, ever since. And in high school, it was like, let me just do it. Let me just go for it. And and yeah, here we are. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. It's so sick. I mean, just seeing like your Instagram stories of like you on big psych walls and, and then you have your home studio. Is that an apartment? Yeah, so me and my dad, we bought a house years ago um, just to renovate it and rent it out to other people. But as of now, it's like being like, it's still in construction and stuff, but the top floor is completely done. So I use that area as like my studio space for now. Um, eventually it'll be like sold off or rented to other people and like within a year and a half. So I still plenty enough time just because like other studios are so expensive, like a thousand, three hundred, a thousand five hundred. I'm like, damn, you know? So yeah. it makes sense to just buy your own yeah, paper backdrop and exactly. do your own stuff. So it's just like, I mean, you know, me and my dad bought that place years ago. We fixed it up, you know, why not use that empty space? Because we have a bunch of empty spaces in, in that house. 
so why not use it? So I decided yeah. to put my own studio there for a little bit. Eventually, we're moving into somewhere else, um, like a warehouse is what I'm thinking soon. So we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> what it like? So to me, that's so cool. And to everyone, I'm sure that's so cool to hear. I'm curious how what you do in business and photo relates to the environment that you're in of Philly. Like, what is, is that a saturated market for you? Or do you feel like you've carved enough of a niche that like you can represent yourself well? I would say, honestly, a lot of my businesses don't actually come from Philly. It comes from like outside of Philly. Um, with photography, there's a, lot, a bunch of photographers in Philly, so it's very hard to get work in Philadelphia. So a lot of my work are outside Philadelphia um, in like the small little counties and stuff like that. You're like an hour away on the opposite side of Philly. So that's where like the opposite side of Philly is where I get most of my work. But, but yeah, I feel like, you know, a lot of people, everyone has a different type of styles and you have to sort of implant that. Um, I first started off doing like basic stuff like family portraits and stuff yeah. like that. Get some little money on the side and then eventually went to like the more creative side where I'm at now. Um, but I'm sort of pushing into that like basic photo shoot stuff again um, as of now. But yeah. Yeah. And we'll get to that for sure. But like, I think for me, a lot of these questions are coming from like the small town guy looking at someone that is technically based out of Philly, but you're at like the King of Prussia Philly kind of area. I would lump that together because I'm not from there. But but yes, so like hearing all these questions, like these questions are probably the collective wandering of like, is is it bad to be in Philly? Is it good to be in Philly? I like I I can't tell personally. So it's interesting to hear that. It's the other side of Philly or like New Jersey. Would you, would it be New Jersey? I will say no. I will say like more of like more towards like our side, like Harrisburg okay. side. Like it's like I'm here. Philadelphia oh. is right here. Gotcha. So my work is more coming from the other side. Okay, um, got it. So yeah, that's where I'm getting most of my work. It's actually not other side of Philly, meaning other side, yeah. towards York and like towards yeah, exactly. So right. that's where I get mostly more of my work. But I do get a couple of bookings here in Philadelphia, but majority of them come from like the York side, Harrisburg side, and stuff for sure. You were very focused on what you do currently, which was a lot of retouching and like super like high-end modely looks is how I'll put it. Can you explain what that is? And then we can transition that into like what you're kind of wanting to get into more now. Yeah. So what I what I was getting into more fashion retouching photography, commercial stuff. So um, it'd be like more creative and fun things that I would do with like other models, you know, and, and small little businesses they were really interested in this type of stuff. So I decided to get into like fashion and retouching. Retouching was one of the biggest and most satisfying, but most difficult thing to I was learn. Say. Um, but everyone I talked to today, I'm like, Gio, this guy's doing retouching. They're like, oh, oh, that's, that is a mountain to yeah, climb. Retouching is horrible, but the amount of hours and late nights that I spend watching YouTube, everything was off of YouTube. I am a proud person to say I graduated from YouTube University photography, business, everything off of YouTube, especially retouching. Um, so I did a lot of retouching off of YouTube and it's it's hours and hours of long work, but but yeah, it's difficult. I mean, um, but I feel like the fashion photos that I would do, it's necessary to have retouching yeah. because it's, it's difficult to explain, but if you look at a raw image and then you don't retouch it, it looks plain and simple and ugly. Whereas if you do retouch it, skin retouching is the one I, you know, do a lot more it gives it like much more like it gives a good taste to it it gives like a such colorful and sensational look to it for sure yeah compared to a raw image that's not retouched it hasn't been spent for hours you know yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you got yeah i mean you do like dodging and burning i would assume is is maybe the 
part that I would understand. And then from there, you're doing uh, like frequency separation. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Frequency separation, um, retouching like the the skin, you know, basic like getting rid of like pimples, adding in eyebrows, you know, drawing in eyebrows, filling in, adding in lashes. They don't have any lashes. Um, What do you spend like the most time on? Is it like retouching skin like skin, skin, skin retouching for sure yeah separation and dodge and burn is what takes the most yeah. i was so fascinated i'm just gonna look at you and be like dude i want to know so much yeah more. i know it's it's <laughs> difficult and it's there's so many little videos out there that show you how to like you if you put like retouching you know tutorials they'll have all these settings already implanted in there like mm-hmm. their photoshops and they'll be like okay um, you're gonna need frequency separation. Use this. Use this. Use this. But they don't show you how yeah, to. Yeah, it's like they have like plugins they have or like plugins. actions already. Exactly, in actions there already in there. Like, okay, we're gonna use frequency separation, and we're gonna do this. I'm like, and you're boop. And you're but like, how do you, you how do you guess frequency separation? That's, that's the most difficult part. So you have to go, you know, little by little, you know, going deeper and deeper and deeper into um sort of tools that you're gonna be needing for it. And it's it's so hard. But there are some hidden gems out there that you. Have to spend hours looking because some of them only have like a hundred views, two hundred views, uh, but no, give like best. forty-five minute like tutorials on how to do it. It's like this guy needs to be on top, like yeah. top chart of YouTube for retouching because it's it explained so well. Um, but it's so difficult to find those people because they're not advertised as much, you know. So, but yeah, retouching is difficult. Um, but fashion-wise, what I do now is that's where I mostly, you know, always had my creativity on. You know, as a kid, I always like fashion. Yeah. Street fashion was really my favorite, so I feel like fashion retouching put them yeah. together. It's amazing. It's you've you've done like a lot of model calls, maybe. I I don't know if you would put it that way. You're just like, hey, you need to just get in here. I want to do this. Like you're on this grind of just like I want to keep refining myself and doing work that is portfolio worthy. Yeah, no, and that's what I do. That's uh, especially with Silo. Like there are a couple models who like I would see you guys post and come and I would just reach out to them and be like, hey, like. I seen your work at, you know, at this event with Silo, blah, blah, like, you want to, like, collab together. Because the thing I like is face structure, unique and different face structure. Everyone goes for, like, the, like, very sharp jawline, but I like, the, I like different. Like, I like people who look different compared yeah. to others. That's what gives it, like, the look, you like know? character. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I recently worked with one who has, like, a big scar across his face, you know? And for most people, it'll look, you know, he's not good good-looking or attractive but for me it's like this is art this guy is top it's tier like living he's, art yes he is he's like the next model but some people don't see that yeah so it's just like i love to work with people who are unique and different compared to everybody else yeah. so i would go out and reach people look up on my line you know philly models and then just scroll for hours and see who <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah that's how i find my models it's basically just look online look up on instagram i'm sure there's a lot of like word of mouth yeah well, for sure from model yeah. to model exactly yeah. so hey this just this guy he does fashion photography then they dm me he's like hey you did my friend's photo shoot and i look like you're okay yeah for <laughs> sure like you're, you're like friends with them all right cool you know so yeah. I, i'll hit them up and stuff like that we'll plan something out if you know with my schedule so. yeah and, and from, from what i've realized or picked up from your stories is that before you were doing all this this wide range of work then you like maybe deleted your entire grid down to just that fashion is that the case yeah so yeah so what i did was my entire instagram was like 100 posts and i like it was posts from like two years ago like when i was shooting black and white film um when i was you know starting off photography and i had it there because i wanted to show people like my you know progress of what i had but then i realized in a like really business aspect that 
people like are gonna want to scroll down and it doesn't look too well it doesn't look fitting in my case at least to have like really amazing photos and then like really basic and like beginner level photos at the bottom you know people are gonna want to see like if they want to see a portfolio they want to see like everything amazing so i decided to just sort of delete not delete but like archive all yeah. my other photos the beginner ones that i had at first and um just have like the most craziest best ones that i have um but yeah so that's what my instagram looks like yeah. now but that's changed recently yeah and it also changed recently as well yeah it's listen i'm just it's, curious yeah, like it's, the it's, mind it's, changes that yeah it's a, that's important it's you know and, and it's in the business aspect, you're gonna make you have to make a lot of changes in order in in order to figure out what you really want. And you know, photography it's it's amazing and all, but I sort of changed my mindset into the business aspect of growing my photography business. Um, and I realized that like fashion, photography, studio work, it's really great, it's fun, it's amazing, but it, the income just doesn't it doesn't doesn't bring as much as it was with like family portraits, weddings, and stuff like that. Um, and there are like months where I would sort of struggle. I wouldn't perform my best compared to my other recent months where I would be shooting weddings, family events, you know, family portraits, whatever, maternities. What do you um, think, sorry, what do you, what do you think causes the, the not payout as well in fashion? Like, a lot of people, just they just don't, they aren't looking for, you know, fashion photos, you know, and some people aren't willing to spend, you know, crazy amount of money for, That you it know, takes to retouch. It, it takes to retouch and stuff like that. People just want, you know, like, plain simple pictures and you know i'm very grateful that we'll have some people who are willing to spend that much money for you know my work and my art and my time and their time and stuff like that which is amazing but it's like you know people aren't looking for that nowadays you know people really want family pictures they want memories of you know the loved ones you know or special moments in their life which i understand you know they, they would rather have family pictures than them in like a fur coat with like long yeah. boots and then a weird hat and you know a crazy color background yeah there's no. different markets yeah and, exactly and whether you so. tap into them you know in the fullest way or you dabble in the time it's up to you and so. everyone's different but yeah i realized that most of the people who you know i work with um who are my followers or people who look up to my work you're more into like family and stuff you know they more like memorizing moments rather than like crazy fashion ones but well yeah of course we'll have some people who like yeah come in here and still want to do some fashion work but but yeah i recently changed went back into my family yeah weddings you know maternities kids and stuff like that just because that comes more income yeah versus fashion take the business side out what are you the most passionate about fashion creative uh, yeah creative yeah. stuff yeah for sure that's you know that's one of the biggest things i i really want but unfortunately as of now you know you know, I want to sort of stick to where the income comes in just because, you know, I want to get, move into a different area, like a, a warehouse, whatever, build the studio and then implant full fashion and stuff like that. Because, you know, the, I want to say the equipment matters when it comes to fashion, but equipment does sort of matter if you want to get the best results. But, you know, you could get like a cheap camera and, you know, create something, it'll be fashion. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like the thing, the ideas that I have, I need certain lights i need this and this and that and that's just you know me myself so i want to sort of focus on fashion later on in the future and really implant my time and like full time into it but as of now it's sort it's of like building building it up yeah. building the equipment the team the space and then bam have that all there later on so. what else like what is the plan for the studio other than just doing that fashion stuff but like um i'll say do you like, have a like a full vision yeah so i want to i want to buy a warehouse a pretty like you know decent sized warehouse 
and just start building things like building like an infinity back wall you know like those curves you know walls um have a bunch of lighting system like lighting equipment do videos you know so just sort of a place I can keep steady business and you know a, a place where I can also just do my you know creative work that I really love to do so that's that's sort of the goal that I want to do for sure. I hear that. I hear that. That's that's next steps. For that's us next as well. step. Soon. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Soon. Dude, building is like one of the most hard and like rewarding things. Yeah. It's oh, like for sure. You can have the plan for like two years down the road. I want the studio, and then you can't just start thinking about it two years. It's like I'm gonna start right now to plan and get the people and get you know start slowly building up the gear whether that's like hey i buy one lens every quarter or something leading up to Just to that slowly building it up and it's it's difficult because it's like you have so many other responsibilities like you have rents you know car insurance and all that you know all that stuff that i have to pay off and it's just like it's hard it's, yeah you know I'm, i always tell this to my friends all my friends like why are you stressing so much you're like go have fun you're going like man listen I'm like 18, 19 years old. I'm stressing like I'm 30 already. Like <laughs> yeah. I have all these responsibilities and bills I have to be paying and stuff like that. And it's like, damn, like that shit. It's, sorry for cursing, but it's it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's difficult. But yeah. like you said, you have to like implant it and really focus into it because if you don't focus into it, you're not gonna succeed. You're not gonna go far. You people will have that mindset and be like, I'm gonna do it right now. And then they end up not doing it tomorrow or whatever, or they do it for a week and then they just lose motivation. It's a matter of starting and then being consistent. Exactly. It's motivation and consistency for sure. Yes. The most important consistency. I hear you. That, the consistency, because people do look at you long term and they'll be like, okay, you dropped off after two weeks. What does that look like if we like either we work together or like just in general, like if this guy is just going to do it for two weeks and doesn't see it take off immediately, does does he not have faith in the full vision that can last longer? Yeah, yeah, you have to have somebody who's just fully committed from the beginning. Like somebody like has their eyes sparkle when they speak like, yeah, warehouse. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, yes. that's what you need. That's what you need. That's what I have. That's. But you'll have some moments where it's like you'll fall down the rabbit hole, but just to, you know, build your way back up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's full focus right now is warehouse, 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 because yeah. I want that so badly yeah. for sure. That's that's all that matters that you have your eyes set forward on that. Um, to speak on some of the the pits that you've fallen in, I'm curious how when you lost your gear. Uh, hopefully you're oh, okay yeah. talking yeah, about no, it. For but, sure. Yeah, no, but but that gear we said was like around 10k or yeah, something. Yeah, think yeah. So like, bring me through that story and like w how you came back from that, because <laughs> like we felt that as a community, I was like, Scoot, this guy just lost all of his gear. What do what do we do? What, how can we help? Yeah, so so for those who don't know, I, I ended up getting robbed in, in Philadelphia. Um, what happened was, I won't get too much in detail, but basically I was working at the nightclub the day the night before. I came to our friend's house, stayed over at my friend's house, just because the club is like 10 minutes away from where my friend's staying at, and it's in the temple area in Philadelphia, and versus where I live is like a 45-minute drive compared to where they live, it's 10 minutes. So I was like, you know, I'm going to crash at your place. It's fine, whatever. And then next thing you know, you know, I get robbed in, in, a, in daylight and all my gear is gone. It was in your car, right? It was in my car, correct, yeah. And I just got robbed and, you know, I couldn't really, like, when you get, I never got robbed before. I mean, I got robbed from my bike as a kid before multiple times, got robbed for, like, snacks and stuff. Yeah. But it's different you know, when it's big is, boy money. Yeah, it's different when it's, like, you're hardworking money that you worked very hard for and, you know, you're in shock, you're frozen, you can't really do much about it, and they just, they ran away. And so 
it's it's like to see all that happen and you know that's like around 11 grand reported to the police and they ended up never doing anything about it when i walked to the police station i knew right away that like no like these like the police are not going to care about some camera gear they're not going to go out in their way they have more important things to be doing than finding some kid's camera um and you know they they hired an investigator and stuff like that but ended up like not finding anything so that was whatever but i ended up um when that happened, a lot of my friends, they were like, hey, let me send you money, let me send you money, blah, blah. And I'm a very person who doesn't like, you know, like people getting help. It's my issues, my problems. Like, I don't want other people getting involved in it. You know, and I understand the community loves me and they want to help me out and send me, you have somebody offer me $1,000 and it's just like, don't do that. You know, yeah. like, so you can spend You don't want to be like in debt to other people exactly, either. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. Exactly. So it's like, you could do way more better with that than that. Like, you have your own business. Use that for something else, you know? Um, so... I ended up having some like savings that I ended up, you know, in my business that I have to sort of, you know, cash out. And it was, it's like to see six grand, five grand, you know, and I ended up using my first camera for a couple of days. Um, I ended up doing like, I was busy that week too. So I did a, the entire week photo shoot, the entire week I ended up having like two grand, the entire week of just full work, put a down payment for a camera. And then, you know, more work ended up coming and I paid everything off cashed out some of the money from the business and ended up rebuying all my gear and eventually buying more gear than what I lost. Yeah. So so you you lost basically your entire like photo Lyle Yeah. That so, was like that was yeah, the so kit. I had uh for those who don't uh, I had a Sony A7 four, two of them. So that was just the camera itself is like three grand. So that's six grand right there. Had like, you know, f- like three lenses in my book bag. My entire box of SD cards that I had from previous clients and thankfully, every client who I reached out to, they accepted it and like, hey, we're glad you're safe. Keep the money. You don't need, we don't want the money back. And it was like five or six clients. They all understood. I mean, we're truly sorry about what happened. Don't worry about paying us back. You can always pay us back with another photo shoot in the future. So I'm like, okay, fast, you know, thank you. Um, flashes were there, um, you know, triggers were there too everything my you know extra batteries everything was gone so all i had at the studio was my light setups and then like one flash that didn't even work it was like it would work here and there and that's all i had so it sucked for a little bit but but yeah now we we're back up we got gears more than what it was before so you know so you built it back you got it back yeah, yeah, yeah it's all good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's down 10 thousand, yeah. but you know we're good do you do you feel like you learned something from that i mean it's, it is basically just like someone stole stuff it's not really you can learn a ton like immediately but like yeah no i most definitely did i had a a friend of mine reach out to me had a serious conversation was like look dude like i i got into like a very depressed moment for a week or so and i um i would say i'm a really religious man but i know i i've been doing a lot of wrong in my life like i'm not gonna say what i did wrong but there's a lot of wrong things i did in my life that i sort of like I wasn't even mad. Like, I wasn't mad. I wasn't sad. I wasn't, you know, angry or anything. I was just sort of, like, in shock. But at the same time, I was like, I deserved it. And the reason why I said that is because I did a lot of bad things in my life recently. And a lot of things that I sort of regret. I made a lot of lies. You know, I've done a lot of bad things that I never got caught and ended up doing. And, you know, when that day happened, you know, it was sort of a sign for me from God saying, you know, you deserved it. This is what happens. And... I was telling all my friends, like, look, I'm not even mad. Like, this was God's, like, will. He ended up doing it for me. Like, this was meant to happen because I know I sinned 
horribly, you know, for a lot of things. So, you know, I became a very religious person there for a moment. And even till now as well, like, just started believing in God a lot more because I knew from the beginning, like, look, I did a lot of wrong. I deserve it. Um, and I did. I'm mean, honestly, to this day, I still think about it. I'm like, yeah, I, I deserve what happened. But I learned from my mistakes. And um, another thing I also learned was sort of, I was very flashy with my gear. I learned that. I had a, my friend came up to me and had a deep conversation. Like, look, you're very flashy with your stuff. You know, you like to show off your things. and Dual wielding the A7 yeah, IV, isn't it? <laughs> you know, showing the A7 IVs, you know, showing the $2,000 lens, showing your studio, you know, gear and stuff, which is cool and all. It's nice to flash it here and there, but you do it consistently. And, you know, I thought about it. I was like, yeah. He's like, you have like, you have like 800, 900 views a story. You know, like you don't, you never know who those 800, 900 people are. They know you, but you don't know them. So I ended up, you know, being very cautious about showing my gear and, and stuff. So I learned a lot about, about that ever since the situation happened. But, but yeah, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned a lot for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a mistake that happened and you know, it happens to the best of us. You yeah. Know? I so. mean, there's literally nothing you can do. You parked your car on the street. Like you can't say, oh, I'm not going to park my car on the street ever again. Like it's not, that's not a lesson you can learn there. <laughs> so yeah, I get that. Tell me about your income. So we discussed earlier that we're okay with talking about yeah, this. For sure. I want to know what what does it look like everyone, to be Geo? This is this is everyone's big question. Um, it's crazy because I don't really talk about this as much. Um, but you know, a lot of people ask me. So oh, I make pretty good living, you know. But you know, some people don't really know how much I really make, and only quite a few know. But right now, I'm about to be my second year. Um, I make my second year in. October, end of October, beginning of November. I don't remember exactly when I made, started my business. I know it's around October, November, but I normally count it like first in November. But um, this November is about to be two years. But my first year ever in my business, I ended up making around like 47 grand, 47, 58, for me, 48 grand, which wasn't too bad for my first year. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, now this year so far, I made around a little over 56 grand. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, you know, we're pretty, pretty into it. Um, yeah. You know, it, with the camera gear, you know, all that type of stuff. It's, you know, but yeah, it's so far from this year, counting on revenue wise, I'll say revenue wise, okay. I've made around a little over 55 grand for sure. That's awesome. So we're not even halfway through the year. Yeah. And you're freaking 19. That's yeah, what 19, I keep saying. Exactly. Yeah. I keep saying but, that. you know, well, most of that money goes into college. I'm still in college now. Yeah. College is expensive for sure. Yeah. And a bunch of other things that I have to, you know, pay off. And I'm a big money spender, okay. which is one of my <laughs> biggest problems. And that's, I have my assistant with me. She's always, no, 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 no. Like, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. No. Um, what does that, that breakdown look like? Like, is it in certain areas or like? Yeah, it's it's in all areas. I mean, she's, you know, she's one of my closest friends. Shout out to Jody. She's my assistant. Um one of my best friends and also my sister, she's been working with me for, for, for a while now. And it's just mostly everything, you know, like, Hey, like we need a spotlight for this photo shoot. You know, it's 400, you know, what's, what's over, what's it look like? You know, we just break it down. Hey, this week we're making this, we're making this, maybe it is good to blah, blah. Or she always find a way, Hey, I found a YouTube video on how to like recreate a spotlight look instead of paying $400 Yeah. because one, when, when's the next time you're going to use a spotlight? I'm like, it's yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, so like there's a YouTube video, we can write a projector out, use the toilet paper, you know, just kick it like that. Or, you know, we can make it a spotlight on Photoshop, you know, so we don't have to spend so much money. So she's always the one who's on my butt about not spending. But I'm a big spender just because 
I never really, you know, I come from a low-income family, so it's like I see a lot of if you have it. Yeah, yeah. If, I, if I have it, you know, the little extra fundings I have, you know, on the side, you know, you know, we'll spend. But, you know, I'm learning how not to spend as much as what I was before. Before I spent a lot. I feel like that's what sort of, I didn't, I could have made a little, what I made now is what I feel like I could have made last year, but I just thought spending a lot of stuff. Um, so rookie mistake as an entrepreneur, you see 10 grand, 11 grand, 12 grand in your bank account, and you're like, I need to spend this, I need to spend this, I need to spend this. Um, that's one of my biggest mistakes when it came to it. But yeah, um, first year, was, yeah. sorry, first year was like 45 grand. This year is as of now 55 for sure. Yeah. That's sick. Where, how does that income break down then? Is it all shoots? Do you have like a side gig or you do? Yeah, like- so mostly some of them are shoots. Um, a little bit are donations from friends and family that want to support. Um, and some of it is just sort of helping my dad out. Cause my dad has his own construction business. So, you know, I'll do some jobs with him whenever I have a chance, whenever he needs help, I'll help him out. And construction pays really well too, like really well. But it's, yeah. just, it's, it's hard, you know? Yeah, it's hard work for It's hard for work, yeah. I mean, I did construction for eight years. You know, I was, you know, I started when I was eight years old and started finished when I was sixteen, and then I ended up having small little other jobs and then photography. So yeah, what does college look like for you right now? Or like, what are you even going for? This is the so first I'm question. going for business marketing, okay. um, and right now I'm in community college just because it's more financial, more yeah, easier. And you know, the college that I'm at right now it's Monco. Um, you know, it's 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 in Bluebell. Pennsylvania is a very good school for a community college, one of the best ones in community college. It's super well. And then I'm transferring down to Temple, Fox Temple after. Gotcha. Um, but school's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Being a full-time student, full-time yeah. photographer, it's it's no joke. You got like four assignments you have to do and you have like six deliveries in the exact same day. So it's it's difficult. And then try to do photo shoots like right after class, you know, straight to a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah. when do you find time? Like how do you put that in like a schedule? It, it was, you know, for college-wise, it was, it was difficult because I would have to put my classes in the morning, you know, have my first class at 8 a.m., finish around 11, 12, and then have my photo shoots at 1, 32. Um, and I'll try to make it close to where I was. Um, so it was difficult because I'll be super tired in the morning, learn for hours, and then go do a photo shoot, you know, you know, still functioning my brain and being in the, in the creative side. It's like the learning part is busy. The creative side is busy. So my brain is just, it's all over the place. And then I go home, take a nap. At nighttime, it's like homework and it's edit. And yeah, your mind's always on. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, you're always on, on doing go. something. Exactly, yep. Yeah. What it, like, so we can talk about grind, grind, grind all we want, but do you actually find time to rest? And like, how are you sewing into your own well-being? Recently, I, um... I recently have been super lazy. I'm gonna be honest. I've been super lazy. I don't know why. I just I've been playing Valorant. I don't yeah. know if you know Valorant, but I've been playing Valorant for for a long time. I'm a Valorant grinder, and it's like that's all I do is play Valorant. You know, just go home, edit Val, edit Val, edit Val, and that's all I do. <laughs> no. But before you know, I'm starting to get back into the grind just because you know it's 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 fun to take a break. Um, but before it was like no break at all it was work 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 it's like i'm in my desk all day you know it's tiring people will be like you're the most easiest job in the world you're on your balls blah blah, blah. but it's like they don't understand how many hours i'm in that desk you the know back I'm, end of you know i'm, I'm in there at like i wake up early i'm a morning person so i wake up at like 9 a.m 10 a.m and as soon as i wake up brush my teeth get something to eat and then on my desk until like 7 8 p.m and that's it you know i'll obviously have a break in between like an hour or so valerie you know you too but that's it that's all I do. And it's like every day, literally every day. 
Hey, so that's awesome. Yeah. You know, what would it, what would uh what would your advice be to someone that's just starting out, either in photography or like retouching? What would be something um, that you would want them immediately to know or your younger self to know? Um, you know, equipment's not it's not important. Equipment is not important. I learned that the hard way because I will buy a bunch of equipment that I thought I needed, didn't even need or even use, or just dusting in my you know storage room, and it's just it's horrible. Um, inconsistency, like we were mentioning before, like. When it was like retouching, consistency is like very important because if you're not consistent and you're not working hard for something, you're never gonna achieve it. So it's like right now I'm doing a lot of video stuff, like a lot of like cool like recap stuff. Um, so I'm determined in video stuff right now because I'm gonna learn and master it because I already learned and mastered portraits, family portraits. You know, I sort of mastered a little bit of fashion, just a little bit of studio lighting. So I want to like master like video stuff. So I'm like determined to learn how to edit and stuff like that. Um, and another advice would be YouTube, you know, like people don't, they underestimate YouTube. It's yeah. so strong. It's the most freest source in the world. And literally you can find anything on YouTube, but if it's not on YouTube, then like look it up on Google. There are like people who make vlog, blogs about it and stuff like that and explain to you in good detail what to do. So YouTube is very important. Make sure yeah. you look and I think there's an opportunity there too of like exactly. if you're searching super hard and see nothing that you're looking for, oh, well, guess what? Now there's the business idea as long as you're passionate about it. Yeah. And then, I mean, business, I mean, I learned business through school. A lot of my business marketing that I, you know, do now is comes from college. So, you know, if, if you're thinking of dropping off college, I would say don't, you know, don't drop off college. I mean, for some people, you can. In my case, there are moments where I, you know, I'm making a pretty well living when I go to school. But, I learned that marketing for me in one case is very important. So I would say learn marketing if you want to really start a business, not even just photography, but just business in general. Yeah. Do you think you need to go to college for creative work or do you feel like business you can learn in college? Yeah. Creative work, you don't need to. If you go to school for arts and stuff, you can most definitely do it off of YouTube on your own free time. I don't really think you need. I mean, I don't know how it is. You could probably, you know, but there's so many sources out there that you can learn. And, you know, art, it's like you can create art itself like you can make it whatever it is like it's art you know yeah but, it doesn't um, have to be it, perfect it yeah. doesn't have to be anything that other people need to see exactly it could be an expression of yourself and see, whatever if you find it amazing you like it that's that's your art you know that one's you're not gonna learn that from school you're not gonna have a professor show you like hey that doesn't look right you know it's not art it's, it's i created this it's my art you know yeah. i'm not gonna judge you off of yours so and i feel like with, for art schools i could be wrong you know i mean you don't I could be wrong, but no, for art, I think you can most definitely do it without going to college. But business-wise, you could, you know, it's helpful, it's useful, but a lot of people start their own businesses and don't even go to college or they drop out of college and have big, successful businesses. Your art is a reflection of yourself in some ways. I'm curious what that looks like from Gio's perspective. Honestly, it's it's whatever. I mean, like, I, I don't really think, I'm gonna be honest, all the photo shoots that I have, I don't really plan them out, you know, like all the photos you see on my Instagram, I don't plan them out. I don't have a sort of style. I just whatever just pops in my mind is just like, you know, just just shoot it, you know, and, and it's more if I just see an inspiration or something on Instagram. Um, if I see an idea that I like and in a video, I just combine them together and it's like, let's just do something wacky, different, you know? So for me, it's like, I don't know. I just, I don't sort of have a style. I don't have like a vision of what my work is. It's just, just artists as geo it's a bunch of just nonsense and you know whatever happens we just slap it on you know we'll try a bunch of different things my photo shoots are like creative side they're like two hours long three hours long because we'll have a shoot shoot for an hour with a white backdrop i'm like i don't like this let's try the black one and i don't like this. Try the purple one i don't like this you know so it's just a bunch of things and 
don't know. I think, uh, the, I think the mic drop moment for me right there was, I don't know, man. I'm just Geo. It's just my work. Yeah, I don't. And, yeah. And to me, that is so indicative of what art is. It's like so personal that you don't have to know. Exactly. It's just, it's <laughs> you just don't like, have to define what what it is. Exactly. It's just I don't see. Don't even know how to describe it. It's just I just think about it and I do it, and that's all it is. I don't. I don't. I won't like give a specific word for it. Like you know, for what I do, it's just. I don't know. It's just what I do. <laughs> I guess it's hard to explain, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically why how to find my my work. It's just it's blankness. It's whatever. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Gio. Thank you so much oh, for coming. Thank you on guys. Here. Appreciate it. So this was amazing. This was really good. Good questions from you. Obviously, we can't we can't leave you out with the good questions. And obviously, the audio man. Shout out to the audio man here. But uh, yeah, this is amazing. This looks great. And uh, thank you guys for having me.